Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 210 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me that favor, subscribe to your favorite, and then leave a positive review as it's going to help the show grow. And speaking of helping the show grow, thank you to all who have listened over the now four years I've been doing this show. It really means a lot for everyone who downloads the show each week and listens to it. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The games out last week were Super Mega Baseball 4, Puzzle Quest 3, We Love Katamari Reroll Plus Royal Reverie, and of course, Diablo 4. The games coming out this week include Raiden 3 Cross Mikado Maniacs, Amnesia the Bunker, Loop 8 Summer of Gods, Terminal Velocity Boosted Edition, 2D and Top D, Senses Midnight, Nocturnal, Truck Driver Heading North, MotoGB 23, and Airy the Lost Hero. New games with gold for June 2023 have been announced and some available now. The two games you get this month are Adios, available from June 1st to the 30th, and then The Veil, Shadow of the Crown, available from June 16th to July 15th. In addition to Xbox Game Pass, has also been announced this week. Available now, you can play Trickery, A Colorful Tale, on Cloud Console and PC. Far World Pioneers on Console and PC. Car Mechanic Simulator 2021, Cloud Console and PC. Slayers X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance of the Slayer, Cloud Console and PC. The Big Con, Cloud Console and PC. Then on June 6th, Amnesia the Bunker on Cloud Console and PC as well as Hypnospace Outlaw on Cloud Console and PC. Then on June 8th, Rune Factory 4 Special, Cloud Console and PC. Stacking, Cloud and Console. And June 13th, Dorgadon, Cloud Console and PC. Now on to last week's biggest news stories, and we have four to cover this week. Number one, Redfall's rocky development caused Arcane to lose 70% of Prey's dev team. Report Stephen Wright at GameSpot writes, Redfall is one of the biggest disappointments of 2023 so far, falling well short of the standards set by not only Xbox exclusives, but also developer Arcane's high reputation. According to a new report from Bloomberg, the project was beset with difficulties from the start, leading to roughly 70% of the company's staff that worked on Prey leaving by the end of development. The report, which cites more than a dozen anonymous sources that worked on the game, states that the game's lack of success was not a surprise to many at the studio. The sources say that the project lacked clear direction from the start, with management offering conflicting visions for the game's overall goals. Some felt that they were making Redfall's Far Cry, while others were told they were making something akin to Borderlands. In general, the report shows that the studio felt uneasy about working on Arcane's first multiplayer game, given that the developer was well known for crafting high-quality immersive sims like the Dishonored series and Prey. The report estimates that roughly 70% of the staff who worked on Prey, the studio's last game, were no longer employed by Arcane Austin at the end of Redfall's development. However, because Redfall was under wraps for most of its development, the studio reportedly struggled to replace outgoing talent. Sources say that those who applied to fill the empty seats at the studio wanted to make the immersive single-player games that the developer was best known for, rather than its first stab at a multiplayer success. The report also corroborates a rumor that's spread widely about Redfall since its launch, which is that the game was essentially designed with microtransactions in mind for much of its development. Bloomberg suggests that its monetization plans were scrapped in 2021 due to mounting difficulties and controversies that the games-as-a-service titles faced at the time. With Redfall's unfortunate failure, the pressure is now on Bethesda's exclusive Starfield to deliver for Xbox when it launches later this year. Starfield releases on September 6th, 2023. What a shame as we find out more and more about this game. The report also highlighted the fact, which was also rumored, 
that Microsoft's far and hands-off approach pretty much backfired for the people at the studio. Many were hoping that when Xbox bought them, that they might come in, look at the game, and cancel it. But it seems like they didn't really see it at all. What a shame, because at this point, had they canceled that game, say, back in 2021, we could be seeing Arkane's next game next year. But we got stuck with Redfall this year. Very disappointing. Number two, Microsoft's appeal against CMA Activision Blizzard ruling set for July. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Microsoft will appeal the Competition and Markets Authority decision to block its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard in a court hearing set for July. Last month, the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, blocked Microsoft from acquiring Activision Blizzard due to concerns surrounding competition in the cloud gaming space. Microsoft quickly lodged its appeal against the decision last week, saying that the UK regulator made fundamental errors in its assessment. Now the UK's Competition Appeal Tribunal hearing for Microsoft's appeal has been penciled in for July 24th. During a preliminary case management conference, Marcus Smith, president of the Competition Appeals Tribunal, announced that Microsoft's appeal hearing would be set for late July and could run for two weeks. Quote, the hearing of the substance of this application will take place in the fortnight commencing July 24th, so the weeks commencing the 24th and 31st of July, end quote, Smith said. Quote, I'm not expecting you to take the whole of these 10 days, but I would like for the parties to err on the side of longer rather than shorter oral submissions. It seems to me that this is an excess that we can afford. There's a tendency, and it's very much driven by the tribunal rather than the parties, to cut submissions to shorter than they perhaps ought to be. I want to do the reverse in this case. I want to have the parties understand that we will give them every opportunity to unpack the difficulties of this case and oral submissions for all of us to have the time to do that, end quote. Microsoft had originally pushed for a June hearing, but the CMA argued it needed more time to build its case. However, before the final appeal hearing, the Competition Appeal Tribunal has now set a further case management conference for June 12th that will likely confirm the July 24th date. I know we're all sick of talking about this, but I did want to highlight this story as there's a lot of rumors going around that Xbox is going to do whatever it takes to close this deal, even to the extent of removing Activision Blizzard, I guess, games and services from all of the UK. That would be wild, but we see how serious Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are about closing this deal. The next few weeks and two months are going to be interesting. Number three, Gears 6 outline was written but may have been thrown out, former Coalition boss says. Evan Campbell at GameSpot writes, Gears 6 hasn't officially been announced by Microsoft, but the former head of the Coalition knows how he would have approached the game. Rod Ferguson, who now serves as a general manager of the Diablo franchise, admitted he drafted up an outline for the project years ago. Ferguson was asked on IGN's Unlocked podcast whether he knew what happened after the cliffhanger ending of Gears 5. He prefaced his answer acknowledging he has no insider information, but touched on what he did know before leaving the Coalition for the Diablo franchise back in 2020. Quote, I did want to make sure when I left the Coalition that I left them in a good place. So I did write the synopsis story for Gear 6. If I were to have stayed, here's the game we would have made, at least from a story perspective. Now they probably threw that out and said, good luck and goodbye, and that's fine. I definitely had where I would go with 6, end quote, Ferguson said. Earlier this year, Giant Bomb's Jeff Grubb reported that Geared 6 would be the next game from the Coalition. The studio also apparently canceled two other projects and suffered layoffs. I did want to highlight this as it's crazy that Gear 6 hasn't been announced yet. Are we going to see that in a few short weeks? I would love to see it. I really enjoyed Gears 5. The ending of it, very controversial, and I also don't know how I feel about it. And it seems like it's going to make 6 very complex. So I'm interested to see where they go, but Gears 5, very underrated game. Go check it out if you haven't. And number 4, Devolver Digital Showcase confirmed for early June. Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle writes, a Devolver digital livestream will take place on June 8th at 6 p.m. Eastern as part of Summer Game Fest. 
Quote, the 2023 edition of Devolver's marquee marketing event promises new game announcements, playable demos, and a host of other surprises, end quote, the indie games publisher said on Tuesday. Last year's Devolver Direct was held on June 9th and was used to showcase five games. Of those, Cult of the Lamb and Card Shark were available now, while Angerfoot, The Plucky Squire, and Skate Story have yet to be released. Other upcoming games from Devolver include Gunbrella, Pepper Grinder, and the Talos Principle 2. Sony held its latest PlayStation Showcase last week, kicking off several weeks of major video game events, which are taking place in the absence of the canceled E3 2023 show. Summer Game Fest, which is billed as the, quote, global fan celebration of what's next in video games, end quote, will return for its fourth year with a kickoff live stream on June 8th. Promising world premieres, live gameplay demos, and announcements, the show will take place in front of a live audience at the YouTube Theater at Hollywood Park in Inglewood, California, ahead of Devolver's event later that day. This summer's Xbox Games Showcase will take place on June 11th. It's not clear how long the showcase will last, but it will be directly followed by a Starfield Direct presentation offering a deep dive into Bethesda's sci-fi RPG. And Ubisoft will hold its annual Ubisoft Forward Live event on June 12th. Want to highlight this story as Devolver always has a very interesting showcase. If you haven't seen these before, go through years past during E3. Pretty uh, out of control, I'll say. But it's crazy. The end of next week, we are going to be getting the Xbox Game Showcase, followed by Summer Game Fest, followed by Ubisoft Forward. Things are getting very, very exciting. I can't wait to see all the announcements. I live for this every year. It's my video game Super Bowl. I miss E3, but we still got showcases. So fun to be had. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and see we're talking about the Coalition, and my surprise that Gear 6 has not been announced. Let's go through the seven games that they have noted as being released, thanks to Moby Games. Gears of War Ultimate Edition 2015 on Xbox One and Cloud Gaming. Gears of War Ultimate Edition in 2016 for Windows Apps. Gears of War 4 2016 on Windows Apps, Xbox One, and Xbox Cloud Gaming. Gears 5 in 2019 on Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. 2020 Gears Tactics on Windows, Windows Apps, and Xbox One. Halo Infinite Multiplayer 2021 on Windows, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. The Matrix Awakens 2021 on Xbox Series and PS5. So when you look at those last couple games, Gears Tactics, they helped development on. Halo Infinite Multiplayer, obviously support for 343. And The Matrix Awakens, an interesting tech demo game for Epic. So we have not had a Coalition game released really since 2019 in Gears 5, and we still don't know what they're officially working on next. If I had a bit money, hopefully we're finding out next Sunday. Look forward to that next show. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please do me a favor again. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and then leave that positive review as it helps grow the show. And follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't had too much time to game, but I am going back through Bioshock Infinite. I'm very happy. I'm very excited having played 1 and 2 in all of its DLC earlier this year. I'm only about an hour in, and then I also booted up Tears of the Kingdom finally on my Switch and only got through the first 40 minutes or so. It's going to be a long haul for that one. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.